question that came in. Uh, what would you say are the top three reasons the Bible is reliable? And as a guy who was really trying to answer that question for himself, not quite sure if this was even true, to me it really came down to I needed to know if the accounts in the scriptures were reliable. Could I trust what the Bible said? And primarily I'm talking about, as a Christian, can I trust what the Bible says about Jesus? That's really what it comes down to. And so I took a similar approach that you would take with anybody when you're examining eyewitness reliability. There were several reasons, several things I had to know. First of all, were these witnesses uh, writing early enough to have actually have been witnesses? Were they even present at the time that Jesus ministered on earth? And that's going to be an important issue. Are, they, are, the, are the Gospels dated early enough so they could have been written by eyewitnesses? The second one, of course, is can they be corroborated in some way? Is there some uh, either archaeological evidence or some writing of non-Christians uh, like Josephus, Tacitus, Thallus, um, of people who in the first century would have written something, even if all it does is corroborate the loose outline of Jesus' life? That would be at least some evidential corroboration for the claims of the Gospel writers. The third thing, of course, is how do I know it hasn't changed over time? So I'd want to examine this chain of custody, the heel-to-toe story of Jesus from John to his students to their students to that next student all the way down. And when I got that snapshot of Jesus taken over the centuries, it would at least tell me if, in fact, the story had changed. And there's actually one more thing. Do I think that these folks had a bias? Because if witnesses have a bias, you can't trust them. And so I had to look at those areas, but primarily the issue of early dating. I think there's more than enough good reason to believe that the Gospels are written within the lifetime of the eyewitnesses. It would best explain the evidence, for example, of the missing destruction of the temple. The siege is not described. Uh, the deaths of Peter, Paul, and James, the brother of Jesus, are not described in the book of Acts. You've got Luke writing his Gospel before the book of Acts. You've got Paul in two different locations, either referencing Luke's Gospel directly or referencing the same issues that Luke is referencing in his Gospel. You can follow this back and tighten it in and you realize that you're now within the lifetime of the eyewitnesses. So are they present? I think there are. It's a good reason to trust them. Are they corroborated? I do think that the loose outline of Jesus' life is corroborated in the writings of non-Christians from Josephus to some of the Greek writers at the time. And I think there's enough archaeological evidence also to support and corroborate the claims of Scripture. And then finally, the issue of whether or not it's changed over time. Is it still accurate? When you examine the picture of Jesus taken by the disciples of John, Ignatius and Polycarp, Take a look. How do they describe Jesus? How does their student Irenaeus describe Jesus? How does his student Hippolytus describe Jesus? And you keep on going down the chain of custody, you'll realize the Jesus that most skeptics despise, the Jesus that claimed to be God and worked miracles and rose from the dead, is the earliest description of Jesus that's offered by both John and all of his students all the way down through history. So those three areas, were they present? Are they um, um, uh, corroborated in some way? And finally, have they changed over time? Gave me great confidence that the eyewitness account as described in the New Testament is in fact reliable.